everyone. This is Samrin with you and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. So today, this is our preview show and we're looking forward to the first Bundesliga match of the season. Yay! Yuppie, it's finally here. The wait is over. I don't know if y'all get excited about the Bundesliga like I do, but I am so excited because we kick off against the Europa League winners, Eintracht Frankfurt. So, let's talk about, let's give you a little bit of preview into Eintracht Frankfurt's summer, so to speak. So, Eintracht Frankfurt bought in Mario Getze, which I don't really know how this will work out. It's an interesting transfer. I guess the bigger news for Eintracht Frankfurt is that Philip Kostic stayed. Of course, Martin Hinderega, in um, quite the controversial manner, left the team last season and decided to call it quits with the game itself. Another interesting acquisition for Eintracht Frankfurt has been the addition of Lucas Alario from Leverkusen. Poor Alario, who got no more playing time because of Patrick Schick st- stealing all the limelight all the time. Okay, all jokes aside, Schick is a really, really good striker and has just so much natural talent. But Alario is a hard worker and I think a really fantastic addition. Axel Knauf remains on loan to Frankfurt. I think there is one more year to go for the loan because the loan was for a season and a half. Uh, other than that, pretty much unchanged. Uh, Timothy Chandler still around, which was a little bit surprising for me. Doesn't get that much playing time. Sebastian Roda, Makoto Hasibi, you know, the old guard, Christopher Lanz, Kevin Trapp, and so and so on. Rafael Santos Bore comes into a season with Eintracht Frankfurt where I think he has a bit more point to prove because while he scored some really, really important goals for Frankfurt last season, especially in the Europa League, he didn't quite light the world on fire when it came to his main job, which was scoring regularly in the Bundesliga. So there's that. Uh, Lindstrom is still around. I thought he was really really good last season to the point where he was awarded the Bundesliga Rookie of the Year so yippee do Jesper Lindstrom all jokes aside I really did think he had a very very good season Frankfurt struggled in the league last season as most of you know and I think that's where their main that's where their main improvement will have to come this year because well finishing where they did last season despite winning the Europa League almost took a little bit of gloss off that Europa League victory. Frankfurt finished 11th with 42 points, 3 points behind Borussia Mönchengladbach and we all know what a wreck Borussia Mönchengladbach were last season so Frankfurt finished 11th with a negative goal difference. Yes, they did beat Bayern, and I think that was their first win of last season, actually, under Oliver Glasner. But what really kept Glasner around was the Europa League victory. And it was a big one for a German team. A German team not named Bayern Munich winning a European trophy of any kind is big news these days. Wasn't so once upon a time, but it is now. And so, they're full of confidence. They're so easy on the eye. Another name that I forgot to mention that they retained, which is important to mention, is Daichi Kamara. Uh, raw talent wise very few can rival Kamara uh, they they used 
Almami Toure last season to sort of deputize for for the departure of Martin Hinterega and he did well you know and then there's of course Evan and Dika and Tuta and most of this team started started the game against Magdeburg their first game back in the Pokal they played with the confidence of Europa League winners that I'll have to give Eintracht Frankfurt they looked like a team on a high that wants to retain that high of winning a trophy. So let's just take, think about Frankfurt's setup. Uh, Oliver Glasner has tended to go with three at the back for most of his time with um, Eintracht, with Eintracht Frankfurt. It has been a three-four-three, so to speak, with Bore uh, the middle of the front three, the most forward position. While Marika did not play in the Europa League final because he was obviously not a part of Eintracht Frankfurt at the time, he played a role in the game against Magdeburg and Frankfurt were brilliant. Yes, Magdeburg is newly promoted into the second division and you did not expect that much of an effort, but it was an end-to-end -end game. Frankfurt also conceded a penalty, but thankfully, uh, Kevin Trapp, thankfully for them, Kevin Trapp stepped up to save it. The penalty was weak, I have to say, but all that being said the passes and the interplay Kamara and Kostic know each other so well Kostic on one foot can take on the entire opposition defense he can make miracles happen and he made some miracles happen in the game against Magdeburg Kamara was probably my man of the match um, but Kostic came a close second Marigeza did some important things Bore showed me that there's still room for improvement with some chances that he could have taken early and created a goal for himself. Lucas Alario came on and did score, so Bore needs to just watch his back a little bit so that Alario does not end up taking his spot. Although they could just share playing time because both are really, really good team players. They do anything for the team, they defend hard for the team, and... They also tend to score very important goals. Not too often, but not too often do goals come from these two. But when they come, they tend to be important. So now I think they're going to stick with pretty much the same lineup that they went with against Magdeburg. I do think Mari Gitzel will play. He's the only questionable one for me from this lineup. So they went with Kevin Trapp at the back with Endika Tuta and Elmami Toure, the back three in front of Kevin Trapp. Sorry, I should have said Kevin Trapp in goal. Uh, the midfield four were Philip Kostic, Gibrusso, Daichi Kamara, and Oscar Kanaf, with Kanaf and Kostic the sort of wingbacks. Mari Gedze, Rafa Santos Bore, and Jesper Lindstrom were the front three. Uh, they made some more transfers, which we haven't been able to see clearly, names which we weren't able to see against Magdeburg. Uh, names I don't recognize, but we might see a name or two beyond the ones that I mentioned. Come on. That'll be interesting. Of course, Christian Jakic came on. That was also... The, I like Jakic as a player, and he's always a good one to watch. I think that about sort of wraps up what we'll see from Fra Frankfurt. We'll see expansive wing play down either side from Kostage and Kanaf we'll see Kamara ghost in kind of like in eight that uh, 
that role that Goretzka plays for Bayern on and off. So in a Leon, Leon Goretzka type of mode, you'll see with one of the goals against Magdeburg, I can't remember whether it was the first or the second, he just goes into the box and nobody tracks him. And that feels like a very Goretzka type of move for me. So we'll see a lot of that. I I didn't mind what I saw of Mari Goetze. I didn't see enough of him for my liking. So I don't know how much of a threat he will pose. Bore is still kind of like a diamond in the rough. So I wouldn't worry too much about Bore. It is Philip Kostic that you have to shut down if you're going to shut down Frankfurt. And then you got to go and shut down Kamara because those are the two main places where the threats will come from. Okay, that's Frankfurt. Let's go on to Bayern. Bayern played the Super Cup against Leipzig in an extremely topsy-turvy game, as you remember, as Chuck told you about all about in his post uh, in his post-game podcast of the DFL Super Cup. Bayern ran out winners five-three. The first half was brilliantly done. The second half not so brilliantly, with gaping holes in midfield defense, just chaos all over. Injury news-wise, I don't think there's anything new. I don't know if Delict gets a start this time. I don't think he'll be fit enough to. I don't think he needs to necessarily start this one. Uh, I think what I saw from Upamecano means that Upamecano will probably keep his place going into the first Bundesliga game of the season. Leon Gretzka is, of course, out for, I believe, six weeks minimum. And so we'll probably see Joshua Kimmich and uh, Sabitzer in defensive midfield again I think Nagelsmann will stick to the back 3-4 hybrid but if he's going to play with Davies as a sort of hybrid wing back slash left back somebody does need to cover for Davies on that wing so you know like Coman does a lot of tracking back that might be necessary I think Jamal Musiala warrants a start after his stellar performance against Leipzig so I expect him and Muller to be in for this one as well I expect Sadio Mane to start as the further forward of the two forwards in a 3-5-2 in a, in a, I don't know if I'd call it a 3-5-2 it might be a 4-5-1 with just a bit of with the with Davies playing as a hybrid so I don't really know Nagelsmann showed in-game changes that I really really liked in the game against Leipzig where Bayern almost defended as a 4-5-1 but attacked in a more 3-5-2-ish kind of way with Mane and Muller the most forward sometimes Mane and Muziala but Muziala was brilliant and every time I see Muziala play almost every time I say this he was brilliant he warrants a start as for Lucas Hernandez he should retain his place Benjamin Pavard Scored a goal, made a horrible error. That seems to be the story of Pava's career so far. So I think he retains his place. I don't expect Nagelsmann to make too many changes from that Super Cup game against Leipzig. The only change I can really see him make is put in Matthias De Ligt to, to give him some game time. But I just don't see... I just don't really see why that needs to be done right now so overall i think Bayern can either set up as a 3-5-2 themselves to counter 
to counter Frankfurt's 3-5-2, which is what they did against Leipzig in the first half until Leipzig changed up things in the second half, and it was very, very effective. Or they can play their own traditional 4-5-1 system, and it remains to be seen how that will go down. Overall, I expect Bayern to control most of the game. I expect Eintracht Frankfurt to play on the counterattack, and they are very good at playing counterattack. I do not expect the Leipzig game to... I, ex- I expected the Leipzig game, rather, to be closer than it turned out to be. I At the end of the first half, I found myself <laughs> apologizing to Schnitzel, who mentioned that Bayern would beat uh would beat Leipzig rather easily but by the end it seemed that my inkling was right and the game seemed more like a 4-3 game rather than a 5-3 game that Sané leveler I by the way I fully expect Sané to start on the bench despite that goal I think he makes at the moment it makes more sense to use him as an impact sub based on his recent performances and I would rather that a starting starting berth goes to Jamal Musiala so It'll be a fun game. This is what I will tell you. Bayern will attack a lot, and Frankfurt will play on the counterattack, like I mentioned, and Frankfurt's chances will give Bayern's defense headaches. I will tell you that. They're a very, very sharp team. Uh, It's hard to predict how this one will go. I tend... I want to lean toward a Bayern win, but here is what I will tell you. Opening days are always hard to predict. And remember, a bunch of draws on opening day for Bayern. Uh, it, thank goodness we're not opening against Borussia Mönchengladbach. Who knows what happens if we do. But I'm, I'm caught between predicting a draw and a win. Bayern has more than enough to overwhelm Frankfurt. But being it being opening day and the nerves associated with o- opening day because the DFL Super Cup is a little different it's still a friendly the Bundesliga is where the points start being collected and that opening day match under the floodlights is crucial because Bayern and Frankfurt are the only teams playing that day yeah I'm gonna leave it for you guys to predict because I'm just not good at predicting how Bayern how Bayern games play out anymore that's it from me, Samrin, about our first preview podcast of this Bundesliga season. Be sure to stay tuned to Bavarian Podcast Wars for all of your up-to-date coverage on Bayern Munich in Germany. Follow us on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks, at the Bear Blog, at TommyAdam71, at BFWIN, and more. Uh, of course, we also have Teddy on the podcast. I don't know if Teddy has Twitter. We had Mullerera on as well. We had Fergus on the podcast, so you know we are an expanding group. So thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the rest of your day, and I hope you're looking forward to Friday as much as I am. Take care.